Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lancaster Safety's Workplace Safety Podcast. My name is Sarge, and here on the WSP, we will focus on common health and safety issues found in the workplace. We'll also discuss the ins and outs of what it takes to be, as well as stay compliant with OSHA's ever-changing policies. Throughout the series, we'll also be joined by a variety of health and safety professionals from across the nation to discuss various types of health and safety standards and how they could potentially apply to your workforce. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lancaster Safety's Workplace Safety Podcast. We're here with Series 1, Fast Track to OSHA Compliance, Part 8, Kickstart Your Safety Program. I'm joined by my friend, Evan Lauer. He works here at Lancaster Safety for a few years. Evan, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Pretty good, Stephen. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Gabby, can you please uh, fill us in on how you got started in the safety industry and how you came to find yourself at Lancaster Safety? Yeah, sure. So I went through college, majored in uh, safety management, Slippery Rock University, uh, came out of school, got my internship, and then actually that grew into my first job up at a, a timber and veneer manufacturing facility. So that's mm-hmm. where I started out with. Uh, then I, you know, I was looking around, just looking for a new opportunity, figured it was time for something else. Uh, and I found Lancaster Safety. I'd had some interest in the consulting field in general, just because it, it gives you an exposure to a various, you know, number of clients in different industries, different problems. Right. So that definitely interested me just to get that exposure while I'm still young in the field in the hopes that it will uh, make me a more well-rounded safety professional down the line in the future. Sounds good. I, I like it. That's, that's sound logic. Well, today we're talking um, how to kickstart someone's safety program. So the first what I want to start off with how can employers afford to comply with OSHA? What are some ways, some key uh, aspects they need to keep in mind? So let's see here. In terms of compl- being able to afford to comply with OSHA, the answer, I mean, there's a short answer in that it is possible. And, and in a lot of ways, you kind of can't afford not to. But right. if we want to look at some facts here, we can kind of break down and look at that work. We have a fact here that workplaces that establish safety and health management systems can end up reducing their injury and illness costs by roughly 20 to 40 percent, somewhere in there, which is huge. Absolutely. And then if we, you know, if we expand on that a little bit farther here, if we look at the National Safety Council, they did, they did a study that reported that shows that for one dollar that an employer invests into their safety, they can see a three to six dollar return on investment if they invest that into safety. Now that might be directly or indirectly, you know, sometimes seeing that actual investment payoff takes time, but if you continue to build on it, the benefits are 100% there for all employers. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Let's see, what else? So when you look at like injuries and illnesses, obviously, if you're having a serious injury and illness problem, you're starting to see those trends come about that increases workers compensation and retraining costs, both those costs are going to go up because each time you have an accident that involves OSHA requires retraining on a various number of topics, depending on where the accident occurred, what kind of incident job site, you know, scaffolding, forklift, whatever it might be. So not only are you going to have higher workers' compensation premiums, but you're going to have to pay additional costs to get retraining for your employees. Injuries lead to absenteeism, which can lead to decreased morale for employees. If, if they start to be absent and have more injuries, you know, their, their work quality is certainly going to decrease just because they're not going to feel up to it anymore. And if you're not taking safety seriously, you can also actually have faulty production once safety starts to become a problem. And if that's the case, then that's not only affecting your business, that, but that's affecting any clients that you might have and the products that you're putting out 
into the world that people are using. And then the worst case scenario would be having a faulty product fail a, you know, a client or a, I guess, yeah, yeah, fail a client. And then while they're out in the field and then that results in an injury or illness for them. And then that can come back on you with, you know, litigation or whatever it might be. Okay. What are the, um, what are the advantages to hiring a third party consultant? So some advantages to hiring a third party consultant, the biggest thing here is, and you know, working in this field, I get it, is that handling safety in-house on your own can be a very intimidating thing to do. Maybe you don't have some, a lot of companies don't have the luxury of being able to afford to hire a full-time safety director, safety manager, yeah. whatever it might be. So typically you'll see a, you know, a decreased cost with bringing on a third party consultant who can bring in and fill in the gaps and help you guide the right way. And then our goal here ultimately when hiring a third party consultant is to, be give, is to give you the base of knowledge and experience and tools to where later on down the line you can say, you know, I think we feel confident that we don't need this consultant anymore. You know, maybe we've, we've, you know, you've given us all of the resources and we don't need to have you on full time as a consultant anymore. And then you can take it back in house after you've been given the tools and knowledge to be able to do so. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. So third parties are there to rely upon, to reach out to, that they basically they're gonna provide that backbone of a safety program that you need initially getting started, correct? Yes, correct. And they'll, they'll Absolutely. assist you moving forward if, if need be, depending on the structure of your company. We kind of, they kind of help you in all, all aspects of that. Um, yeah, how, of course. And then, I'm sorry, go ahead. And then if we're looking at it, even from a, a broader scope, it shows that it shows OSHA uh, directly, you know, if you maybe received some citations or whatever it might be, it shows OSHA that you were taking the proactive steps to try to improve that culture. So these kinds of injuries and in, in, in illnesses don't continue to occur down the line. Okay. No, excellent. Excellent. Um, how are people supposed to figure out um, all this on their own? Like, is there a, a way people can work? Where can people reach out to? Where can they find this knowledge of what they need as far as providing, you know, proper safety culture for their team? Well, the first place to start would be to contact Lancaster Safety if you're looking for some assistance with your services. One of our sales guys would be more than help, happy to help point you in the right direction, see what we can provide, see what your needs are. That's what we're here for. And another great place to look, I know it kind of seems a bit obvious, but is going just onto OSHA's website. They have a whole library of information on there on any topic that you can imagine. It's, it is the place to look for any safety resources that are confirmed and compliant. You know, sometimes if you just start looking around the internet at articles and safety magazines or whatever it might be, depending on where you're looking, you might not be getting the most accurate or compliant information. So always start with OSHA's website first. That would be the first place I would look for any information, resources, regulations, requirements that you need to fit your needs and maintain compliance within your facility. Excellent, excellent. What are some of the major differences between safety services provided by an insurance company compared to those provided by a safety consultant? Yeah, so when you're looking at your insurance company, what they might be able to do is provide you with some general safety services, you know, looking at things like sample, you know, template, you know, uh, safety compliance programs, some general training options if, they, you know, if needed. While this, and you know, while that may be a good fit for your company, it might be what you're looking for at the time, it may not be for others. Every business is different here. So what you're looking at, when you're looking at like safety programs and training content, they need to be customized to your individual company, not just a, a templated version that is used for multiple clients. 
Right. Sometimes you need to, it needed to get a little bit more specific. There, you know, you, your company will have many facets of the safety program, including things, you know, like inspections, daily interaction with your employees, further evaluating your standard operating procedures, whatever it might be. It, you, as an employer, you have to ensure that you're keeping your employees safe and not just implementing a written program to sit on the shelf. You have to take the words and the compliance and the directive from OSHA that is included in the safety programs and then actually put it into action. That's the biggest thing. You have to put them into action. Just having the program sitting there is not going to create any benefit for you in the long run. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I understand. That's, that's a lot of things that a lot of times people um, lose that, that, that aspect of it where they'll, they'll have the proper tools in place, but they won't take the proper actions that need, that need to be taken with those tools, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's going above a little bit above and beyond in, in doing your due diligence as far as health and safety is concerned. Right, of course, of course. And then if we're going to talk about another benefit here, bringing on a third-party consultant as opposed to your insurance company, what that does is it opens up the door for a more interactive and customized safety consultation experience, if you will, meaning that not just hiring somebody like Lancaster Safety for, first, for like a full service client from the, the whole scope of what we're able to do, but you can hire us or any other consultants for one specific time needs, whether it's a specific training, you know, if you need somebody certified in trenching and excavation competent person or forklift operator certifications, you can do it on a one-time basis as opposed to working through your insurance company which might even be a service included if you're going through the same people for workers' compensation or whatever it might be. So that cost could be built into your insurance and you might not be taking full advantage of those services. So the consultants offer you the leeway to pick and choose what services you need and then putting those into action. Absolutely, absolutely. We, we often refer to our programs as a, a fine tailored suit. You know, we uh, over, overwork and over time, we will make sure that we customize and tweak it to exactly what your company needs. And we're really proud of that and being able to provide that service. Absolutely. Now, ultimately, uh, the services provided for the safety consultants allow the companies to uh, pick and choose their services provided. That's always a great thing for people, especially out there. Um, like you said before, it's not a, a cookie cutter aspect. You know, you need to have it customized. It needs to fit your company and what your employees do. Um, how mm -hmm. can having a safety program help with workman's comp rates? Yeah, so it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit there at the beginning, but OSHA's research shows that employers who establish employee safety programs and put them into action in the workplace, again, are able to reduce their costs related to injury and workplace illnesses by between that 20 to 40 percent, which is huge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, employers that enforce those safety procedures and the regulations coming from OSHA, providing safety training and education to their employees, creates a workplace environment where the employees will feel safe coming to work every day. And it will also create the environment, it'll increase, you know, employee loyalty to the company. And then that's when you start to see that return on investment from having these safety programs implemented. That's where it comes. Right. And it, it, you might not see it directly on the bottom line, but if you can keep your employees happy and safe, they're going to want to come to work today, work every day, motivated, ready to work, know that they're that their injury or even their life isn't in jeopardy. And then that's going to increase productivity, which is then what you'll see start to hit your bottom line over time. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, and that's that. That's really it. I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's small steps, baby steps. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, you start getting the, the precautions implemented. You start building that culture with your employees. It starts at the top, and it works its way down. Yes, exactly. 
and just to kind of wrap up that point here, once that safety, as over time, like I said, this won't happen overnight, but once your safety culture starts to take hold, quality will start improving across the board. People, your employees will start paying more attention. They'll be more aware of safety. They'll start looking out for each other if they see any safety hazards and bringing that to their supervisors or manager's attention. And at the end of the day, when people start to care about each other, your workplace will get cleaner. The equipment and tools are treated with respect and well-maintained because all employees are respecting each other and the safety of the overall facility. And, that, and then that goes into the other point of seeing attitudes and morale improve. You'll see fewer sick days, fewer lost work days from injury or people having to go to the doctor. It all starts to take hold over time. And then that's, like I said, when that, that's when you start to see that return on investment from implementing a safety program. If you don't have it in place, you'll see these things start to snowball and it can, it can really be detrimental to your company. And I mean, there, you can do a simple, you know, search on the internet and see companies that haven't taken safety programs seriously and they end up out of bit you know they can end up out of business with all of the problems they have with OSHA. No, that's Evan, that is great. That is great. Um I believe we've covered everything we wanted to cover today. Is there anything else you wanted to add in? Nothing else. I just wanted I didn't want to add anything else in, but I appreciate the time. I appreciate everybody out there that listens to this and I hope you start taking your safety program a little more seriously, start building on it and you'll I promise you you will see the improvements. Evan, I appreciate that. What anything uh, big and exciting for you in the future for your Lancaster safety? Anything uh, upcoming events or anything you want to share with the the, the uh, viewers? Or how about this? Maybe is there a safety message you would like to share with them? Um, I always like the once message that we do at Lancaster Safety. Is there any uh, safety message you'd like to maybe provide them that they might be able to take home with them? I don't have anything coming off the top of my head here, Stephen, but like I said, it, it, I, I, do, I guess I just want to wrap up and say that you can't not, you can't not take this seriously. I, I promise you, you will see detrimental effects to your business if you're not taking the safety culture of your company uh, seriously. I would also encourage anybody who wants to see the concrete benefits of a good workplace safety culture to go and research the history of Alcoa or Arconic. Uh, they're a huge company that has, has completely reinvented them, themselves over the past several decades with their focus on safety first from the CEO down. That, that would be a great case study for anybody who wants to see what the true impacts of a concrete, great workplace safety program looks like. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Evan, that's all the time we have for today. I would like to thank everybody who tuned in to listen to us. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to us at LancasterSafety.com. Um, you can always find us on Google as well. If you just Google Sergeant Safety Podcast, we pop right up. So we're easy to find there. Um, any questions, you, of course, if you have any uh, regarding your safety programs, trainings, anything you may need as far as your company's health and safety culture and compliance, uh, give us a call at 888-403-6026. My name is Sarge. This has been the Workplace Safety Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Be safe.